0: Hello and welcome to Wrong End of the Stick podcast, episode 76 now? Episode 76. Um, episode 76, a bit of a, well, it's a bit of a kind of special episode, I suppose, a bit of a tribute episode, um, which we will get into in just a sec, so a relatively short one today, but it's me, Zach Eaton, Skip Jonathan I, Um, Welcome.
1: Yeah, it's a, I was going to say a bit of a sombre one, but we're going to try and make it a celebratory one but yes it's going to be we know there's cricket ongoing um literally as we speak england are playing um which is normally what we would be very much getting fully into but for certain players i think world cricket needs to just stop and pay a little bit of tribute and that's exactly what we're going to do today um so no doubt most of you listening will have heard the news that shane warne sadly passed away um last week now wasn't it um Mm -hmm. So we're just going to do a little bit of chat about Shane Warren and who he was and why everybody was so, well, so upset when, when he died and, and the impact that he had, because he had a massive impact on, on all of cricket, actually. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that today, aren't we? And then, of course, to, you know, keep it light like hard, we're going to do our highbrow, lowbrow new game that we've not fully named yet, but beamer yorker highbrow lowbrow whatever we're going to call it but yeah we're going to do that at, at the end and, and wrap up from there but um yeah shock, shocking news last week and sad news um but yeah shane warne tell me what's what's your immediate thoughts and what are your memories or is he a little bit pre your time
0: i think well first off my initial response because i think you messaged me letting me know and then I had a few people, at, you know, from work, kind of Skype messaging me and, and saying, "Did you hear?" And I think, even those people that aren't into cricket, that paints enough of a picture of, you know, how well known Shane Warne is. He, in, in terms of, just not even just as a cricketer, but as a sportsman, in terms mm-hmm. of his achievements, in terms of his attitude to the, to the game. Um, I was. I was I, I don't think I would I was taken back by it. I mean the guy was what 50 52? 52 52 yeah. here
1: 52 is young. Yeah.
0: Um and for someone that you know still not just in kind of commentary but endorsements and some of the kind of charitable stuff he does still you know has that energy has that kind of just Australian just sort of <laughs> Charm, if you will, about him and, and what he brings to the kind of game and what he has brought to the game, like watching cricket on YouTube when we were getting into it and playing on the nets and thinking maybe spins right for me, which invariably it wasn't. I can barely get it to go straight, <laughs> let alone spin it. But you look back on the greatest cricketers or the greatest cricketing moment and, and feel free anybody that's listening to do it now and just, and in fact, if you are listening, you probably already have done it he's up there in so many different ways. Um, You know, I think just his achievements as a, as a bowler, just as I say, doesn't just make him one of the all time greatest cricketers, not just in Australia, but the world. Um, But as a sportsman. um, Mm.
1: Yeah. And he has, he really did transcend cricket in many, many ways in a way that very few others have. Um, I mean, his list of accolades and we'll touch on some of them as, as we sort of go through, but they are long, I mean he was cricketer at this uh, one of you know one of the cricketers of the century um in yeah. two thousand he was voted, and that's absolutely um absolutely the case and and he he changed cricket, he mm. really genuinely changed it, so he kind of came in, into sort of the Australia team in sort of ninety two and this was of an era when quick ballers absolutely dominated. this was the year mm. of the West Indies had been dominating. Bowling for twenty or thirty years, and you know, pe- teams were just not picking spin bowlers. Mm. And then up comes this, you know, <laughs> cocky blonde, spiky head, um, you know, twenty-something, mm. and he, the way he was, he absolutely changed the game with doing, mm. it, you know, and and the fact that he was a leg spinner, and leg spinners weren't really and and still. Even even beyond him, struggle generally speaking on, on a test game because the the way you have to ball and your hand position and all the rest of it it makes it really hard to ball yeah. accurately consistently.
0: Yeah, it's such and, a niche and technical skill to yeah. get it right, and the variations as well. And, you and know. that's
1: it. And, and to very yeah, exactly what I was going to come on to. And 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 he could do it, but he could put it where he wanted to. But then the variations that he had meant once that ball landed you had no idea where that ball was going to go it was uh, insane and he was just such a compelling cricketer to watch I mean I was lucky enough to see him live once and watch him on TV uh, um, an awful lot he he was that he's just one of the few cricketers that when he was bowling as as an (laughs) England fan I was like oh god one's back god you know this is terrifying and every ball was felt like a a test and, and and it is that's where test cricket comes from because he was going he was going to absolutely challenge you every mm. ball you could not take your eyes off it and that that's that was one of so few crickets that that, that is the case uh, that when he comes onto ball you were glued to it you were glued
0: to this yeah cricket. that's that's so true and I, going back to your point about transcending cricket as well just as like when you see in terms of the, the strength and focus and athleticism of, you know, professional players in cricket and you think Shane Warne has all of that, but he has this, he has this X factor that makes it so intimidating. And like you say, people are glued to watching him kind of bowl. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, I remember watching a video where he's in the IPL, they have these earpieces
1: mm.
0: and the players can commentate on, you know what's going on around them and and speak about it and one of the most amazing things i kind of saw was he's just talking naturally Mm -hmm. talking to the team around him commentating at the same time and he goes on to talk about how he's gonna you know how he's gonna get this guy out and what's Mm -hmm. gonna happen He, he just goes off and does it and it's just that that element of not just the athleticism the technique the, the you know the amazing variations and skill with the ball, but that presence that he had, you know, his ability to get into the minds of, you know, mm-hmm. those his opponents, you know, you felt like he was a matador on, was, a, on a stage, like
1: yeah. And it, he he and I'm, I'm sure there's a, there's a quote that I'm, I'm I'm likely to misquote here because I haven't got it written down in front of me, but he was saying that that one of the art of spin bowling is making batsmen believe something is going to happen, even if
0: it mm. isn't. And you yeah.
1: absolutely right. It's, that psych- it's almost like that psychological warfare that he had down to an absolute art. And he brought a presence. He brought a dominance. And he brought... He genuinely brought fear to, to a lot of, of yeah. batsmen. Because he, he came on and he would be chirping, he would be talking, he mm-hmm. would be sledging, and all the rest of it. But it was all to get into your head that you were thinking, oh, something's going to happen here. He'd have you on edge. He'd have you tense. He'd have you ready. Mm. All, all from that, that, that very first point. And I thought there there was one bit that, um, again, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's a direct quote, but he didn't mind. If you hit him for six, he didn't mind that. Mm. If he hated people getting singles off him because he wanted that battle with that one batsman. He didn't want you getting off strike. And then he, he has to reset that battle with somebody else. He wanted to be mm. in your head because he was setting you up for the long game, and he'd play you know a couple this way, and then he'd reverse, and then go over the other. It was all the psychological warfare for him, and that's where he was absolutely brilliant. He really was. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's a it's a it's a massive loss of the game, um, but yeah, just the impact he's had is just yeah. unbelievable. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I th- <laughs> it's it's incredibly sad, and I think yeah, I mean, what a legend. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I just think I, like <laughs> I just I just you know can't think of anybody, and even just you know spin players in in the modern age and even kind of back in the day that had such a like you know he had that slow run up, he had that just barely ran up, he just sort of barely, barely, barely ran barely
1: up like two two steps, and then and he, he just was in, and then firing it down,
0: yeah, and just going in all kinds of. Wacky kind of directions and stuff, and it's just, uh, yeah, massive loss of, to the game.
1: It is, and I think I think we can't, we can't, you know, he he did torment England. I think one of the tweets from ECV was something like it's England's greatest tormentor. But the, the stat that he is, I think he took 195 wickets against England, and that's more than any single player has taken against any Test nation. But mm. yeah, he absolutely, and that was in like 36 Tests or something. He won like seven Ashes against England yep. like basically when he was playing you know and he's a big reason why in, t- in 2005 when England did win the Ashes it felt like a huge achievement because we'd done it against Shane Warren mm-hmm. and yes there were others in that team and you know Ricky Ponting and, and all of the others but a big th- a big part of that series was was we managed to beat beat one, and that's yeah. You know, he, he he had that kind of a presence that it felt like a real achievement whenever you got any any modicum of success against him. Um, but, yeah, just unbelievable. And I don't think we can have a tribute to Shane Warne without talking about the ball of the century. And he's kind of even repeated it. So he kind of had two balls of the century. Cause, uh, but the, the first ball of the century, which really is going back before a lot of our times um, – I suspect the, the reason many, many people will have heard of it, because there's even a song dedicated to literally this ball, and how many other um, single deliveries of cricket is that? <laughs> I don't think any. Um, but um, if, if, if you haven't heard it, go and listen to uh, the Duckworth Lewis Methods um, song, Jiggery Porkery, because it's all about this this uh, this ball. But it was um, in the ashes, and he stepped up to, to ball against Mike Gatting um, at Old Trafford. And you, you do have to to, to YouTube it or, or whatever to see yeah. it because it's absolutely insane. Because it's basically he bowls a ball that just slowly drifts out um, beyond the legs of of Mike Gatting. It's drifting off to the right hand side. You know, if that carries on going, it it it, it it's going way down wide. But mm-hmm. then just literally the turn he gets on it is absolutely crazy, and it comes and it jumps from probably you know, three or four stumps outside of leg stump to come back and hit his off stump and Mike Gatting's face is just like, he just stands there and has absolutely no idea what to do and at the time mm-hmm. Mike Gatting was, was one of the best in the world at playing spin and mm-hmm. he just you know 20 something year old um, Shane Warren just absolutely bamboozled him and it's just abs- it was it was crazy to see. I still look back at the the, the you know the videos of that, and I'm like I don't understand how how that happened. And then he did a very similar thing to um, Andrew Strauss, like many years later. So it, it was not a fluke. He was uh, absolutely no. um, absolutely knew what he was doing.
0: It, he did have a heightened awareness, and he was aware of the kind of pitch conditions and the the kind of cracks that were going there to help that sort of hawk yeah. to get it to spin that way as well. And yeah. I mean, it is, you're not going to see a ball like that from anywhere else. And if yeah. you do, it is a one in the century. It is a ball, it is 100% mm-hmm. the ball of the century. Like you don't see it. And you know, <laughs> the batsman looking at it like, it's just crazy because he actually goes out to see it on the side as well. And it's just yeah. not there anymore. It's just, it is, it's magic. If you haven't seen it and the Duckworth, Duckworth Lewis method as well, um, both of those things are. Yeah. Absolutely. So.
1: Yeah. And also the other bits that, um, we need to acknowledge is he, he, and there's debate about what balls he kind of invented, but there was definite things that he at least brought to the cricket awareness. Uh, The slider, the slider being the most, you know. um, Slider. Um, and the, the flip, the flipper as well, flipper. Um, were, were both sort of um, attributed to him, and he certainly brought into popularity, even if even if he didn't fully um, invent them. Like the flippers, and I don't even know how it works. but you like flick the ball out of your, between your first and second fingers, and I was like, I don't yeah. really understand how. I like my hand doesn't even do that without no,
0: no, no. To
1: l- launch it and get it accurately and all the rest of it. You know the yeah. sliders that that's got kind of like the googly, top the spinning sifties, and, the... and, and it's just that the variety he had was insane. You just had no idea what was coming at you. It wasn't just yeah. does it go left or does it go right, you know, in Lerman's terms. It it really was. There's so many different things that he was going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, It's just unbelievable. It's uh,
0: three-dimensional spin like it's four-dimensional spin bowling in fact mm. because it, it's not just a case, like you say it's not a case of left and right. It's a case, is it is it going to be hitting your toes or yeah. is it going to be bouncing up to your to your waist as well? Like, and from which direction is it going to be coming in and away? Like, yeah. what a minefield as a batsman. Like, you do just, it's the worst person you want to be. I mean, it makes, it's given me sweats thinking about it. Like, <laughs> 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 thank God yeah. I'd never be at that, at that level to, you know. <laughs> Oh dear,
1: yeah, but okay. it, it is it is sad, and he was he was involved. He was even involved in cricket. I mean, he was commentator. He was one of my favorite commentators. He was always good for a laugh on, on you know commentary. Um, but he was involved in the hundreds. He was you know he was, he was into down to coach the the uh, London Spirit, wasn't he? And involved in like the draft and things. I remember watching the draft with with him involved in in picking which players and stuff. And again, there was those things. Even even watching that draft, which I think we watched, watched probably a couple of years ago when that happened there. Um There was like psychology going on there. And he was, he was like picking up some of his picks that people were criticizing. He was like, Oh no, you know, and it was just, it, it never finished. It never ended with him. He, he he continued to take that into whatever part of cricket that he was in and wherever he was involved in, um, you know, it just, yeah, it, 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 it was always fun to watch, always entertaining. And, you know, just a brilliant, brilliant person to be involved in the game, I have to say. Mm. And this is an Australian we're saying this about. It's very rare. I don't think we'd say this yeah. about any other Australian, so. <laughs> so. you know. And, you know, and he was even in Neighbours, which is, you know, another Australian institution. So, there you go. <laughs> which, you know, I mean, his acting in, it, he played himself, but his acting in it was, you know, not the best. I'll be honest, blessed. Um, I didn't, I, he didn't look I saw natural
0: clips. No, no, I saw clips of him in, in, uh, in Neighbours, but the, the funniest one was the, um, was the, uh, the hair treatment advert that he was just <laughs> like, I'm getting paid for this, it doesn't matter. But he was just, <laughs> he was just like, so unnatural, but it was just like pure class from, from, from Shane. I
1: know, <laughs> oh, I love it. And as, and I did, and, and I did say this, um, separately, I was like, well, Shane Warne's died and Neighbours is ending. Is there any point in Australia continuing now? Is that just, does it just cease to exist as a country? I just don't see the point anymore. You know, I think that's just yeah, let's just abandon Australia as a concept because I think we're done now. So yeah, <laughs> uh, no <idea. laughs> but yeah, and I, t- I tell you what, if you could pick any any quicker past or future that like, to have a night out with, I, I reckon Shamone would probably provide more entertainment and most fun of a uh, night out.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, not yeah. <laughs> I think he's one of the ones that you'd want to, you'd want to have, like, at the bar that you're at. Like, probably, probably be running up the tab and having a good time. My card's not on behind the bar, but yeah, No, nah, absolutely. He's um, it's just, it's just such a character, such a, such a big character and such a accomplished and talented sportsman and influential kind of charismatic and just has a gravity about him as a person um yeah so yeah. give up to Shane warm
1: yeah a sad loss and you know thoughts with his family and things but apparently he's going to have like a state funeral in in australia so they're gonna sort of really sort of push the ball out and, and you know do a lot of things there for him which i think is absolutely absolutely fair um you know, so a sad loss to cricket, but um you know props to 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 him, and if anybody does want to think about getting into spin bowling? go on have a look at some Shane Warne videos um because actually there's some really interesting stuff that he did for Sky Sports like showing you his His hand position and and how he bowled and things I mean I mean I think we've been in the next attempting to to do it it's just absolutely insanely difficult what, what he did and what he made look so easy um because he did, he makes spin bowling look really easy, and you watch him, you think, "Oh, I, I could do that," and then you hmm. realise quite how hard it is when you give it a go. Um, but yeah, yeah, fantastic, fantastic player, and uh, yeah, a, a sad loss to cricket.
0: Definitely. Right.
1: Shall we, highbrow lowbrow?
0: Let's, or Let's be the Yorker or whatever it was. Be the Yeah.
1: Be the Yorker. Oh. Who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first, or Sam? Or do you want to go first?
0: You you go yeah I can't remember who went first last time but
1: I have a feeling you went first last time so um, okay you, you go so I'll go off this one okay so which spin merchant became the first of his nation to take a hundred test wickets in 1997 dismissing New Zealand batsman
0: Stephen Fleming I feel like this is a trap <laughs> is it a trap <laughs> <laughs> Can can you just repeat the question?
1: I certainly can. Which spin merchant became the first of his nation to take a hundred Test wickets in nineteen ninety seven, dismissing New Zealand batsman Stephen Fleming?
0: The first of his nation to take a hundred Test match wickets. Yep. In nineteen ninety seven. In nineteen ninety seven. I was just going to say, I don't know. Shane Warne? <laughs> It is not Shane.
1: It absolutely was a trap. And um
0: What's the low-trail?
1: I totally knew you were going to... Uh, you knew I
0: was going to say it. Yeah, yeah, and I knew it was going to be a trap. I, to, to be honest, I knew I was walking into there. I was like, I couldn't have <laughs> you just... i come here come for... and walk
1: straight in anyway. I like that's why. Yeah. That's, that's why yeah. I like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so the low-brow, Yorker, Beamer, whatever it is part of it. Um Which Sri Lankan spinner... Is the only bowler to have taken more wickets than the late great Shane Warne?
0: Oh, it's it's the long name. Oh, it's,
1: um, yes, I'll give you uh, that. Uh, half a point already.
0: <laughs> um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Anything? Wait, you said oh, you took an straight. Wait, repeat the first question for me a second. Just which?
1: Right, the first question was, which spin merchant became the first of his nation to take 100 test wickets in 1997, dismissing New Zealand batsman Stephen Fleming?
0: Right, that's why I've got myself confused. Okay, cool. And you said... The second
1: second question is, which Sri Sri Lankan spinner is the only bowler to take more wickets than the late great Shane Warne?
0: Oh, it's a really Hestwick, it's, that is, sorry. Oh, it's a really long name and I th- i feel I don't know if it's the if it's the sling it's the guy with the sling start. no it's not it's not I'm an idiot he's a legend he's an absolute bloody legend oh, I can't I can't think of the name I'm such an idiot I'm
1: going to Matiam that's who it is
0: <laughs> oh not, I've recently rewatched a thing where he, 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 spin bowls a coin off a glass.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen that, yeah.
0: Oh. I knew who he was, I just didn't know the name. <laughs> so annoying. There you go.
1: So it was sort of related, but not entirely related. So yeah, I, I, I absolutely did set a trap there, so apologies. That was good.
0: That was good. That was a good highbrow, lowbrow. I enjoyed that actually.
1: Right. Come on then. Hit me with yours.
0: Okay. So. Avifauna fauna of the dikelo genus, okay, residing well, in. The f- I'm, I'm
1: sorry, what, wait, you're going to have wait, to repeat that because I, I don't understand any of these words so far. You've said four words and I've not understood any of them.
0: Okay. Avifauna fauna of the dikelo genus and resides in the family of kingfishers. They seldom hunt in or associated with water.
1: I I don't understand like ninety okay. percent of the words you've just used.
0: Okay, so um okay, flying, flight, flying animal. In the same, in the same, uh, in the same order of the crows. Um, relative to kingfishers, they seldom hunt in or associated with water. Um, I mean, I have no idea.
1: Obviously. However, there's only one bird that I know that is connected to cricket. And I'm presuming this comes back to cricket at some point. Otherwise, we're going to have a very different podcast on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> and so the only bird that I can think of that is connected to cricket
0: and... There's quite a few birds that are connected to cricket.
1: Yeah, there's only one that springing to my mind. And that I think you could come up with a good lowbrow question, because that's the way I, my mind always works for this as well. I think it's a kookaburra.
0: Ah, oh, he's got me. He's definitely got me. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping I'd razzle-dazzle you with that Latin at the beginning. You
1: absolutely did. I hadn't got a clue what was going, going on. I was, yeah, but... You're good. right. Hit, hit us with the lowbrow anyway.
0: The lowbrow question was, world's most popular Australian-made can't get any more lowbrow than that. That's like spamming that is like a beamer. Yes. Even though it's a Yorker because that's lowbrow. But that is a beamer of yeah. a lowbrow.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't understand that We need to work that bit out, do we? Yeah. Which we yeah, never will we do, I don't think. We, we, we we we're never were gonna, gonna do, but still. <laughs> oh dear. Well oh, you thank that you that. That, was good. that was that was it was good though it was good. You just went way too like I didn't understand any of the words the first time you read it out, so um, yeah, you went way too highrow for me but well, thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you have enjoyed that. Join us again sometime in the next couple of weeks when we will have another more uh, regular episode where we actually talk about the England um cool. test matches and stuff that are happening at the moment. If you would like to get in touch with us, tell us about your favourite Warne memory. Um, we are on Twitter at Wrong End Podcast. we also on Instagram at Wrong End Podcast. Or you can email us wrongendofthestick at hotmail.com.
0: Lovely
1: stuff. We'll catch you very, very soon.
0: Thanks for listening, all. Bye. Bye.